So allow me to take you on a journey of a young married woman who found herself in an emotional and financial abusive marriage. This marriage was rocking her self-esteem, her self-competence, her belief in herself, and her ability to grow personally and professionally. Together, this couple shared a young son. This young son loved both his parents, but he was eventually exposed to his dad's verbal and soon physical abuse upon his mom. She knew that if she did not remove herself from this abusive situation, her son could lose his mom to death, but he could also grow up and do the exact same thing. Was she scared? Oh yeah. But was she tired of it? <laughs> Absolutely. But she didn't really have the belief initially to get out of it or believe that she deserved better. But once she did, enough was enough. You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnet. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. This is your host, Aquania Escarnet. We are talking about something serious today. You know, most of the time we're talking about money and entrepreneurship, but this month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I have a special guest named Angela Z. Davis, who is a domestic violence recovery strategist. She is a survivor helping other women who need to recover from domestic violence relationships. And we're talking about how you can know the signs of a domestic violence relationship how it may impact your finances, and what you can do to get help when you decide to transition and get into a lifestyle that is better for you and healthier for everyone. So stay tuned. This is a powerful episode you don't want to miss. Do you want to become a hotel investor in 2021? If so, you are in for a treat. There will be a live workshop happening October 28th, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hosted by Devon Reeves of Epic Collective. If you remember, she was on episode 26 talking about how to buy a hotel. In this workshop, you will learn how to create hotel ownership for yourself, various ways to invest in hotels, and how entrepreneurs, small business owners, and real estate investors can take advantage of this unique opportunity. Devon Rees, check out the link in the show notes so you can register for this event. You won't want to miss it. October 28th, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, if you want to hear from Devon directly, check out episode 26 on how to buy a hotel. All right, without further ado, let's hop into this episode. Hey, hey, guys, this is Aquania, your host on the Purpose of Money podcast. I'm so excited. We have special guest Angela Z. Davis. She was born and now hails in Ohio. She loves to read and travel prior to the pandemic and spend time with family, friends, enjoying a good meal, a great dessert and watching nature. 
Today, I have her on the show because in addition to her 26-year career in physical therapy, she is a virtual empowerment speaker, author of her own workbook called Believe in Yourself, and she's an entrepreneur and a domestic violence recovery strategist. This is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we are going to talk about this tough topic and how it impacts families and your money. She is an expert who can talk to this because she herself is a domestic violence survivor and is going to share a little bit about her story and how she's helping other women become boss girls, all based on their beliefs and making it a positive impact for young girls and women in her community and communities around the nation. Angela, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How are you doing today? Oh my gosh, I'm doing great, Aquania. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be able to share. Yes, of course. And I just want to tell people that I've been so honored and blessed to have you in my life. We met because we are both uh, students, I guess you could say, in the mm -hmm. same business coaching group, which has been amazing. Just learning about each other's stories has really helped me understand how many different ways you can pursue entrepreneurship. So Angela, I want to start this discussion by talking about what inspired you to create Boss Girl Beliefs. Okay, well, I'll be glad to share. Unfortunately, I was in two very unhealthy relationships and marriages. And so um, that kind of really, really inspired me to create Boss Girl's Belief. So allow me to take you on a journey of a young married woman who found herself in an emotional and financial abusive marriage. This marriage was rocking her self-esteem, her self-competence, her belief in herself, and her ability to grow personally and professionally. Together, this couple shared a young son. This young son loved both his parents, but he was eventually exposed to his dad's verbal and soon physical abuse upon his mom. She knew that if she did not remove herself from this abusive situation, her son could lose his mom to death, but he could also grow up and do the exact same thing. Was she scared? Oh yeah. But was she tired of it? <laughs> Absolutely. But she didn't really have the belief initially to get out of it or believe that she deserved better. But once she did, enough was enough. That young woman is me. My name is Angela Z. Davis, and I am a domestic violence recovery. I've lived this life, and I've seen too many women involved in unhealthy relationships, abusive relationships. Women are dying every day at the hands of people that they, they think they love and who they think love them. One out of four women are exposed to domestic violence in their lifetime. Young girls, teenagers, one out of three. So my mission is to empower young women and women, to empower them and educate them on the signs of a controlling manipulative personality style, because there are signs. And to help them transition out of that situation so they can definitely begin anew and really build a future for themselves and their children that they so desire. I love that. And that's a great mission. And I think it takes a strong woman to be able to, like you said, know that this is not a healthy situation and know when it's time to leave, mm -hmm. but then to stand up and decide 
that you are going to be an advocate for others in a similar situation who want to get out or who do get out, but then are trying to figure out how do I rebuild my life from here? So I want us to talk through a little bit more about what that process looks like moving on and building a new life for yourself. Mm -hmm. And for our listeners, if you could explain exactly what is a recovery strategist, because that's the title that we're using here today, but it may not be familiar to a lot of people. Absolutely. You know, when a woman is exposed to and experiences domestic violence, they need to recover. They need to recover and find and get back to those essential and important things, critical things to help them build a normal life and to be able to thrive and not just survive. Because that survival thing on a day-to-day is so not fun. Been there, done that, wrote the book, got the t-shirt, unfortunately. I mean, it's just, it's awful. You know, just trying to get through the day, trying to get through the day, keeping the drama down too. And so my position and my purpose is to help women who have transitioned out of those relationships to begin anew. They want to regain their independence. They want to get themselves healthy again, emotionally, financially, um, spiritually. They need um, counseling. And, you know, truth be said, we all need counseling in this day and age. With this COVID, you know, people are isolated. They can't see their people the way they need to. Everything has changed. We all had to pivot. Some of us haven't pivoted. You know, we're still kind of stuck because it's just been such a tremendous unprecedented time such as this, you know, with this pandemic and then the racial injustice and just everything going on <laughs> with the election. There's so many different things. So, we you know, really, we all need counseling. And, you know, so many times counseling has been shined, shined bad upon, especially in the Black community. You know, oh, you know, if you get counseling, you know, you're not right up in the head or that's, no, no. <laughs> We all need a sounding board. It's okay. It's okay to get counseling. Even if you're not going through a traumatic situation such as domestic violence, we all need counseling. We all need someone to be able to kind of express ourselves, need a sounding board, someone who could professionally talk to us and kind of kind of give us some guidance for different things that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And so a woman coming out of a domestic violence situation or in a situation like that needs to recover. They need those essential things to help them get grounded again too. And then also too, they need they need support. You know, they stepped out in, into a daunting thing, situation where it's like, okay, you know what though? Even though my normal was not good, but it's my normal. So now this is all new. I don't have all the drama. I'm not used to that. I didn't like it, but this is all new. Mm, let's not go backwards. So my position, my purpose to help Blaze stay forward focused, continue to save your life and the life of your children. So my purpose of recovery strategy is to help them recover, get them back the essential and those critical things that they need to live a normal life and to give them some strategy because we've been beat down emotionally, self-confidence, self-esteem, thinking, you know, can, can I really do that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you can. And so my, my goal is to help women with that and help them move forward. So that's what a recovery strategist does. Give you those things to help you recover and give you a strategy to continue to move forward to your future for yourself and for your family. I think we all need that. And I agree with you. We don't talk about therapy and counseling enough. If that's right. going to help you get back to a better and healthier normal, mm-hmm. why not do it? And I Absolutely. definitely agree with you. We all could benefit from that at this time. Mm-hmm. 
So I want to kind of touch on a couple of things you said, because it helps to kind of elaborate so people know how to see the signs and whether or not they need you. So what are some of the signs that you might be in an abusive relationship and what are your suggestions on how to take action to get out of it? Okay. Well, you know, I, um, I grew up in a family of, of five. I was the youngest girl, youngest of three. I was the only girl. And my parents were married for 58 years. My dad never put his hands on my mom. But let's understand, abuse is not just physical. Abuse is financial, it's emotional, it's sexual, and it's resourceful. Resourceful meaning he took my phone and threw it against the wall and cracked it all up. He wrecked my brand new car. I just got that car. He wrecked my car. A lot of times, too, those people that are controlling and manipulative they don't love themselves, so they can't possibly love someone else. And they need someone to control, to make them feel good, if you will. But they're also sabotagers too. Some of the signs, and I'll share with you some red flags, and I didn't even know this, at 31 years of age, I'm not 31 now, but at 31 years of age, I did not know there were red flags and someone had a controlling manipulative personality style. So I'll share a few of those with you too. When you're talking with someone too, and they talk about past battering, he may say he hit his woman in the past, but they made but they made him do it. She may hear him, may hear relatives or ex-spouses say that he was abusive. Believe it. Believe it. Don't shun away from that. That's a straight up red flag. Don't ignore that. Don't shove that underneath the rug. Ladies, when someone says that, or even their family or friends tells you that they used to do that, believe that. You cannot, no matter how awesome you are, you cannot change that person. That's not your role. So that's a red flag. Another red flag, threats of violence. Um, saying, I'll kill you. I'll break your neck. Oh, he don't really mean that. He's just talking. No. <laughs> Listen, because they are showing you who they are, Truly. Um, breaking or striking objects. I talked about, you know, wrecking your car, throwing your phone up against the wall, busting it up too, taking your money, you know, all those different things too. Um, jealousy, extreme jealousy, always accusing you of, of, of cheating on them. Ain't done nothing. You go to work, go to school, come back home, take care of the house, but yet he claims you're cheating on him. Constantly jealousy. That's the red flag. I read a couple more. Quick involvement. <laughs> this is my experience. Quick involvement. I'll share with you, um, my first husband was, had great conversation. He was staying on the phone for hours, staying on the phone for hours. And so literally after three weeks, he proposed. And I was like, okay. Now I'm not saying that to say it's all that. But one thing too, quick involvement, ladies, if they are really, really quick to get you hitched, move in with them, move out to another state, they want to get you hitched, hitched, hook, line, and sinker before you find out what awful person they are. So red flag, beware of that quick involvement. Yes, asking you to marry them. Let's move in together. Let's, you know, let's go somewhere new. Let's move out of state. Because they're trying to isolate you from your family and friends. <laughs> okay, I'll give you two more. Blames others for their problems. Never takes responsibility for loss of job. 
for, you know, waking up late, going to work. You ain't, you ain't waking me up. My alarm clock. Really? You a grown person. You a grown man. It's not my responsibility. I got to take care of my own stuff and the children. Why is it my responsibility to make sure you get up and go to work on time? Okay, blaming others for loss of job, whatever it may be. You know, the kids were late to school. It's all your, nothing's ever their fault. It's always somebody else's fault. And one more I'll share with you. Um, rigid sex roles. You know, always putting their hands on you. You know, just rigid, rigid sex roles want, want to be able to play um, games with being a little bit rough with it. And even though when they see that you're not really down with it, they kind of keep going. But it's supposed to be your, the person that loves you. They're not really adhering to your feelings and your emotions. Big red flag, big red flag. Mm. So those are some of the red flags. Then you ask, how would a woman know that they need me? Ladies, if you have transitioned out of an unhealthy or abusive relationship and you are ready to begin anew, you want to regain your independence, you want to get yourself healthy again emotionally, financially, spiritually, you know, myself, my organization, Boss Girls Believe, can definitely help you with that. If you need support, because you've been, once again, this has been a traumatic experience. You, know, you need support to help you stay forward focused, not to backtrack. So let's work on some personal development. Focus on you. So if you're in that situation, myself and my organization, Boss Girls Belief can definitely help you. If you need legal guidance, legal resources, once again, support, and you're ready to build your future for yourself and for your family. Myself and my organization can definitely help you with that, Boss Girls Belief. So how can we dive into, because this is a money podcast. We talk about money. We talk about entrepreneurship. So mm -hmm. I want to kind of highlight some examples of how being in a domestic violence situation can impact your finances. Because you talked about someone can also be financially abusive. What does that mean or how does that manifest itself in relationships? How that manifests itself. They go to work every day, but they don't bring home the paycheck to help pay the bills. That happens. They're spending their money on their own self-indulgent. That's the financial part. They don't pay child support. Even if you all don't might not live together, if they don't pay child support, that's financial abuse. That impacts you know, how you pay your bills. You live in a situation with someone, living every day, eating up the food, using the lights, using the water, whatnot too, but they go to work every day, but they don't bring home a paycheck. You have to use all your finances to take care of all the bills. Really, when you came into this situation, it was like, you know, our money would help take care of our house. So therefore, when the money gets funny, you might not be able to pay all the bills. So then, you know, the lights bill gets late or the gas bill gets late, water bill gets late, and it does affect your credit. And then the car note's late, rent's late, mortgage is late, and you got additional fees, or if you're living in a, in a rental property, eviction can definitely come. And then you can't be driving around with no car insurance, can't have a house or a apartment with no rental insurance, can't really be in this life with no life insurance. And so because the money's funny, those premiums don't get paid. And when the premiums don't get paid, the premiums lapse. So not only are you personally in a whirlwind of drama, 
then you're in the world, unstable, not protected, if you will, because you don't have car insurance. You don't have house insurance or rental insurance. And you don't have life insurance. And then it gets to the point where, okay, you know, I do need to have a will. And ladies, in this situation with having children, we all need to have a will. We all need to have a will. If you got $2 and you got children, you need to have a will. Because with this time that we're living in and in this situation with domestic violence, if something were to happen to you, what happens to your children? You want to have that laid out in a will. Does mama get them? Does Grammy get them? Does auntie get them? Does sister get them? Does the father get them? Do you have insurance? Because if something happens to you, you want to have a proper burial. You want to have your children be taken care of. So insurance is not just so much for you. You want to do it for your family. So when you're not here, they are taken care of. The last thing you want in this world is you not be here and your children are struggling or not taken care of financially with food, clothes, housing, education for their future. That's what insurance is all about. Pay your premium each month. And Aquana can talk more about that. But, you know, the back of finances, I'm telling yes. you, when the money gets funny, so many, it's a trickle down effect. <laughs> the bills and then, you know, the big stuff and you get the premiums and they don't get paid and stuff laps. So yeah, it definitely affects the finances. Hands down, without a doubt, across the board, it does affect your finances. And then, <laughs> you know, there's drama in the household. You trying to get to work. He got drama going on. Always putting you out your way. Always needing something, taking something from you, putting you out your way. So therefore you end up being late to work or missing work. So therefore you get write-ups. Therefore you end up job loss or because of your record of not being on time, Lack of promotions, which affects the money. So all those things does affect that as well, too. And because they didn't spend their money in the way they should have, as far as giving to the household, oh, oh, you, you know, I need, I need, I need, I need. And then they throw a guilt trip on you and they bully you. That's one of the reasons why how Boss Girl's belief came about. You know, when we're in situations like that, we're bullied. We're bossed around too much. So I was tired of being bossed around. I was tired of being bullied. So I said, you know what though? Bosses got to be in the name because <laughs> I want to be my own boss. You know what I'm saying? Truly, I've got to be my own boss. And girls, because I'm a girl, I'm a woman. There are young girls out here in unhealthy situations. They think it's kind of cute. Oh, he's just playing. You know, who's, who are you talking to? Taking your phone when you're trying to talk to somebody? That's not cute. Those are all signs of controlling manipulative personality style. One out of three teenagers are exposed to domestic violence. So yeah, the girls part had to be in there, boss and girls, and then that belief factor. When I got to the point where I believed, truly, truly, truly believed that I deserved better. I kind of had an inkling. I mean, I knew, I knew I deserved better, but it wasn't all the way there, you know what I'm saying? But when I truly, truly got to the point where without a doubt, Daggone it, I deserve better than this right here. That's when I transitioned because the belief came the change. And with the change comes the empowerment. So hence the name, Boss Girl's Belief. And we need to regain our finances. You know, money, we don't live in a situation where we can't have money. You know, we need money to make the world go around, truly. And money gives you more options. Lack of money kind of gets you stuck. 
In a domestic violence situation, always a lack of money. Always an argument about money. Whether it be your money, his money, our money, it's always an argument about money. I was just about to ask that. Do you think that some women stay in a violent relationship because of the finances? Maybe they can't afford to be out on their own and they're worried about not being able to provide for their family, so they stay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what happens is, too, that emotional abuse happens. Ain't nobody going to take you. Who else would want you with them three kids or with them, the kids or with whatever, whatever? You know, always emotionally beating you down. So therefore, you don't think that you can definitely do okay on your own. And because of everything else, all the other drama that's happened, you being late to work, the write-ups, the tardy lack of promotions or whatnot too, you're not able to really, really grow professionally the way you really, really want to. And then if you want to go back to school and get another degree, it's always a, a challenge. I, I ain't going to keep the kids, you know, what you doing that for? Oh, you out there cheating on me? So therefore with all the drama, trying to get some education, trying to further yourself and do better in that craziness, you're not able to grow. Definitely agree with you. The importance of life insurance and the journey of anyone's life. If you have anyone that depends on you financially, you should definitely have it. And I am a life insurance producer and I've worked with several women at different phases in their life to make sure that if something happened to them, their family can continue to live the lifestyle that we work so hard to create for the ones we love. And life insurance is a great way to give your family tax-free income if the worst happens to you. Mm -hmm. And I hate to think about it in that way, but when you are in violent situations and you don't know what's going to happen, that's definitely something that needs to be considered. And, you know, personally, I have not been in a domestic violence situation, but I recently lost someone in my job to domestic Mm -hmm. violence. And we, none of us knew Mm -hmm. she was in that situation. And it wasn't exactly an ongoing relationship. Unfortunately, this was someone who she had moved on from, but they had not moved on from her. And when they uh, found an opportunity to locate where she was living, um, ended up killing her. Mm. And it really took us all by surprise because one, we, we had no, no idea. Mm. I didn't, I can't speak to others, but I didn't know that she had been in a violent relationship in the past And then when I did hear about it, it was on the news, um, not initially identified as her, but then later we all came together to help support final expenses and um, learned a little bit more about what happened on the last day she breathed air into her lungs. Mm -hmm. And I was just devastated to know that the situation was not quiet and so many people ignored what was happening Mm. because they didn't want to be involved. Mm. And I think that's what we're doing that's wrong in some cases is it's it's a fine line between minding your own business and saving a life. And I think that sometimes we don't know which way to go because maybe you did help before or try to help before and she declined your help or maybe um, tried to play it off, right? Like 
And then oh, have- no, this is fine. We're fine, right? Mm-hmm. You'll never know. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I've never been in that situation. So I don't, I don't know what I would do, but I would hope that I would have the courage to say something or to get help. But I do think, like you said, it's hard because the woman has to want to leave the situation. Mm -hmm. And there are some times when they don't Mm -hmm. or they're embarrassed to admit that it's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's that's a big thing. That's a big thing Um, to speak on the loss of your former coworker. And I'm so sorry to hear about this. My condolences to her and her family, truly. When it comes to a coworker, she had moved on from this person. So obviously she had, she had gotten the strength to move on. You know, when you know it's a coworker who, or a friend or whatnot too, who is um, maybe always coming in late, always a little bit frazzled. She always is like constantly on the phone, like always kind of sneaking, trying to make phone calls, things like that too. If she's always talking about her kids and how things aren't situated with her kids, listen to those things that she talks about. And then I would just encourage you to say, you know what though? Um, hey, if you ever need to talk, know that I'm here. Not so much trying to pressure them and ask them to tell you what's going on, but just dropping those little seeds. Hey, I'm here. If you ever need to talk, I'm here. And they will remember that. They will truly, truly remember that. So they'll be able to come to you at some point in time, hopefully, and share with you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Since she had transitioned out, there's a couple of things that she could have put in place. Now, tis true is a um, temporary protection order and a civil protection order. Tempor- temporary protection order really lasts as long as the case is in the court system. And then once the case is over, then temporary pr- protection order is over. But then you can definitely go another step further and get a civil protection order, which lasts for five years. So it's important to know these things too. Now, they might not always honor the civil protection order too, but at least you've done your part. And anytime that they break a civil protection order, let me just read this. Civil protection order, a document issued by a civil court that orders the person who is abusing or stalking you to stop doing so. The CPO can last up to five years and possibly be renewed for an additional five years. I've had a CPO, I've had two of them. Okay. And so that person's not supposed to come within 500 feet of you. So anytime they make a phone call, send an email, slash a tire, bust a window, do anything, make a police report. Because you're showing a paper trail. What happened to me with my ex-husband when every time he did anything stupid, and they will do stupid stuff. They will do stupid stuff because when you've left, they've lost control. So then they get desperate and they start doing just stupid stuff. So anytime they do stuff like that too, make a police report. It makes a paper trail, okay? You also wanna make sure that wherever you are, you keep that stuff, that information disclosed. But once again, in my master class and what I talk about with my clients too, is that you know getting those things in place like an alarm system, um, changing your route as far as where you go to and from work, school, that type of thing too. Um, having deadbolts on your, on your doors, having cameras around your home, doorbell cameras, back door cameras, um, the law enforcement agencies, school, work, whatever necessary entities need to know what's going on. If you have a civil protection order in place, those um, organizations need to know that. And they also need to have pictures of that person too. Especially if they're, whether they're the, the father, the parent of your children or not. They need to know if this person comes around, 
They are not to come near my child. They are not to be on the premise of my job. Those things need to be put in place as a protection for yourself too. It's called boundaries, healthy boundaries. You know, not accepting phone calls. You can block somebody's phone from calling you and texting you, pull up their name on the contact, the little three dots at the top, got the four different things, block, click. Because <laughs> I mean, that keeps your emotional self in order because they will definitely badger and call and send crazy text messages and get you all in a tizzy off your square because that's what they do. So that's a civil protection order too, a temporary protection order, a court order that protects a person from physical, mental, verbal, or abuse or otherwise. Abuse is required to keep at least 100 yards away from that victim, enforceable by arrest. It is short-term and only lasts until the full court hearing can be held with both parties present. And so, you know, especially ladies, if you have young children and you're in a situation like Aquani had just explained with her loss of her coworker, those things that we mentioned before need to be put in place. Civil protection orders, boundaries, documentation to let all those necessary entities know what's going on. Now, of course you can't tell everybody your business, but those essential people that need to know, need to know. You know, protecting yourself as well too. Having those different things in place, taking some pepper spray around you. You know, having a code word for your family and friends on the phone, if you're in trouble, Girl, I need, I need them chocolate chip cookies. That cheesecake was sure good. Whatever code word you want it to be, they will definitely know that you're in trouble. Establishing something in your home for your loved ones, your children, whether it's your mom, your auntie, whoever lives with you, for your loved ones. You need to have a, not so much an escape plan, but you need to have a system in place as far as what to do if you are in trouble or what to do if the person comes there. You know, those things are the, the strategies that we talk about as a recovery strategist. That's what I help my clients with, those different things. They don't know these things. They might not know all this, but I've experienced this. <laughs> so I can tell you, you know, we talk about it individually, what's going on with your situation. It definitely helps you put some place things in place to keep you and your children and your family safe. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing those tips because some of those I never even imagined would be useful, but I agree with you. If if you have the person show up at your home, you have a plan on where to hide or how to mm-hmm. notify for help. And I love the the secret word or the safe mm-hmm. word yes. so that that person is not even aware you're calling for help, but you're calling for help, right? So yes. I, I like those tips. I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. make sure we highlight those for listeners, especially if they're in a situation and they're still trying to recover. So um, I just want to thank you for being vulnerable and sharing what you experience with my listeners and also what Boss Girls Belief can do to help anyone who is ready to transition to a better life for themselves. I think what you're doing is more than admirable. It's amazing. And I know that it's changing people's lives. And before we... um, in this conversation today, I just want to emphasize the need to get help. If you see anyone that is in a violent domestic violence situation and may not be able to speak up for themselves, help them know that you are there. I like what you said, being, you know, constantly a reminder to them that you're willing to help or, or support them in any way. 
Boss mm-hmm. Girls Belief is also there to help and to give you the transition you need. Angela, you know, what you're doing and the fact that you have created an organization that can help people is just simply amazing. Before we get off, I want to make sure my listeners know how to find you. So please share your website and any of your social media platforms where you may be. Okay, absolutely. Um, I do have a website. It's called Boss Girls Belief, all one word. And um, you can look at my website and on at the, at the end of every page, the opportunity for us to have a discovery session, which means a conversation. And so you uh, click the link and you can put in your name, your email address, and it will send you to my Calendly link, my calendar. And you can set up a time that's convenient for you based on the times that are available for us to have a discussion. So we can definitely talk privately about, um, you know, what's going on, what you might want to do, you know, what your desires are, what not to for yourself and for your family. So that's one thing. And so the website, once again, is www.bossgirlsbelief. And then even on that website, there's a quiz called Taking My Life Back. So you can take that quiz and, you know, answer certain questions and whatnot too. And um, once again, that lends you to a landing page, you know, with your name, your information too, so we can definitely be in contact, okay? Um, also, I am doing a workshop at the end of this month on October 28th. It's called Taking Your Life Back. It's gonna be a virtual workshop. Um, you can register on Eventbrite. And even on my website, Boss Girls Belief, there is a link on the website. You can definitely... Um, register on the website as well too. And so that's what I'm doing this, this month as well too. I even have my workbook out called um, Believe in Yourself. This is also on my website. It's also on Amazon. And this book is really about personal development. You know, this is a great book, not so much even for ladies that have been in a domestic violence relationship, but if you have nieces, granddaughters, daughters that are beginning to date or they're of age, there's some great scenarios in here too. So it's a great discussion to have with them, to share with them about the signs of a control and manipulative personality style and the different scenarios that definitely do happen. Because I had done a workshop with some young ladies at a high school before this whole COVID thing happened. And you know, many of them had family members or friends that were involved in domestic violence relationships. And they didn't really realize it was domestic violence. They just thought he's just crazy. He always all over the place or he just kind of mean or bossy. Okay, there's a word for that. It's called domestic violence. You know, and it happens even at a young age too. And, you know, they didn't even realize that, you know, taking your phone and breaking your phone or taking your money or just always the different things that they were experiencing was part of domestic violence. Women don't know that not paying child support, that's financial abuse. Like, really? It is. Because financially, they're quitting and losing jobs. Can't keep a job for nothing. They're constantly quitting jobs, losing jobs, always back and forth. Can't keep a job. That's part of financial abuse. Okay, so we talk about that in um, the workbook. And I even have a master class that I'm doing too, you know, which includes the workbook and the master class. It's actually an eight-week program. You definitely get four live calls with me. You get definitely weekly personal development assignments, as well as um, as well as um, unlimited Voxer email access and whatnot too. And so a really, really great program, you know, especially if you transition out of a relationship too, you know, that's the mastermind class that I do with do my coaching part too. And so I do have, um, for those different things too, I do have a text to number for your listeners too. 
And so, you know, when they can go to their phone and simply text 22828. So text 22828 and then in the part with the text message, put this key phrase, power, the number four, me. When you do that, you can definitely input your email address and your, um, your name on, on all the different social media platforms, my website, on Facebook, Instagram, as well as IG and LinkedIn. And so um, definitely connect with me. Or if you know someone who could definitely benefit from the things that we've talked about tonight, you know, definitely reach out and definitely um, and encourage them to reach out to me. You know, children that are involved with parents that are involved with domestic violence relationships, especially with mothers, you know, one thing for me, I did not want my son to grow up thinking that this is how daddies treat mommies and how husbands treat wives. I didn't want him to think that. I don't have to, because it's not supposed to be like this. And so a lot of times children that are involved or see their families involved with domestic violence relationships, their loved ones, it leads to a lot of different things. They're violent in school. It leads to um, poor eating habits. Um, thoughts of suicide. Because they don't want to be in all this. They're like, oh, I just want to go away. They have thoughts of suicide. Alcoholism. They're very promiscuous. You know, violent behavior. You know, social emotional issues and whatnot too, challenges. That's what happens with our children. And for the health of our women, oh my goodness, cancer, heart disease, congestive heart failure. Stress is a huge thing that comes to all this pancreatic cancer and just all the different cancers that occur too. You know, poor eating habits, diabetes, hair loss, all this stuff does affect our finances and our health. And so I talk about these different things that definitely help our, our ladies through this to definitely help you live a normal life because we need to recover from a situation like this because it's traumatic. It's definitely very traumatic. And so definitely reach out to me on all those different platforms too. You know, once again, the text two numbers, 22828. And the keyword that you put in there is power, the number four, me. That's another way we can definitely get connected as well as on my website as well and the different social media app platforms. Thank you so much, Angela. I'm so appreciative. I want to thank you again for being on the Purpose of Money podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. Make sure to check out everything on Angela's website and text her to get connected. I will make sure to include all this information in the show notes. I really want to challenge you to be honest. If you know someone who needs to hear this information, please share this episode with another person who could benefit and get help today. Thanks again, everyone. Until next time, keep building generational wealth. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.